It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. Hit the road. 94.3 The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Holy mackerel! Oh, my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey. At the table, I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. Oh, it's a bazooka Wednesday for sure. Busiest travel day of the year. Thanks for di- uh, dialing our way. We're live, baby. We're live, Ben B. Baby Byram. It's, it's like nuclear fallout here. I'm the only man left. <laughs> There's papers everywhere on the floor. People just left. Uh, devastation, complete devastation. I'm the only man left. I am legend. Do it live. Do it live. Oh, that's it. Doing it live. Uh, hey, Ben. Happy Thanksgiving there, pal. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful thankful for you. I'm thankful for the show. I'm thankful for part of basketball, getting the win over UT ah, Arlington. How about that? Thankful for a lot of things. Do we have a Hey Ben, by the way? Of course we do. We got plenty of them. All right. Well, let me hear one. I want to hear a Hey Ben. Let me hey, Ben. One we... Hey, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Little TJ Long there. How about that? DJ Long. Uh, East Carolina with a uh, big win today. We've got quite a show. We're going to uh, hit a couple of uh, comments from uh, their win. Uh, in one of these MTEs, multi-team events, it's the first time in uh, 18 seasons. Wow. That the uh, Pirates have had a winning record. Uh, the last was Bill Herrian's last year when they went 2-1 and one at NC State and they beat Pepperdine and Oregon State. Cy Seymour was talking to me about that this morning. If you want to start your day right, get a hold of Cy Seymour early on, and, you, and you'll be in great shape. You'll be in great shape. What a nice guy. Oh, he's the best. He's the best. So uh, the Pirates with the win as uh, Javon Small leads the way again with 18. R.J. Felton, his first career double-double of 16 and 13. And then uh, we had a little breakout moment for Winston Tabs today. Hit three threes, scored 16 points. Uh, that's pretty good. You know, we were worried about the scoring coming into this season. Looks like we have a good amount of scores we can score on any given night of Brandon Johnson, RJ, and Javon. And now you got Winston Tabs popping off. I mean, very encouraging to see. Yeah, good stuff. Well, let's hear a couple cuts. Uh, We also today are going to have an interview I did earlier this morning on Talk of the Town with Parker Bird and his parents, Uh, Jeff and Mitzi, also on it. So uh, we'll allot plenty of time for that. Uh, and get to everything here, Coach Houston, in a pirate report. But we start with uh, Coach Swartz uh, with uh, his post-game reaction to the Pirates moving to five and one with their fourteen-point uh, win over Texas Arlington in the Gulf Coast Showcase today. Yeah, you know, just obviously uh, the first half defensively was really was really a good half for us, and and I like what we did in the second half as well. I don't think we closed the game out quite the way we we would have liked to just in terms of a defensive standpoint but um the defense set the tone for us in the first half being able to you know i think we kept arlington in in the 30s percentage somewhere probably the low 30s i think it was and um you know that that, that's still going to be how what sparks us and and i thought it sparked our offense particularly in the second half for guys like winston and javon and and even valentino made some really good plays on offense so but but it started with our defense uh we've got uh Coach Schwartz talking about Winston Tabb's performance uh, today, which uh, let's hope it's a breakout performance. 
just talked about in the locker room. And, you know, obviously the points are great. And, and but, but it's just everyone's so happy for him, for him to be back on the court and be able to experience this feeling just of him playing, uh, you know, what he's been through with both knees and, and, and recovering. But from a productive standpoint, he was fantastic today. And I talked to Winston a lot, and we talked before the game, and I said, Winston, just keep losing yourself on defense, and the offense will come. And I don't think there's any doubt about it. He did. We, we looked to Winston today when he went in the game for some real defensive intensity, and he brought that. And, you know, good stuff happens, and he made, he made shots after that. Uh, we've got uh, Coach talking about R.J. Felton's double-double performance. When he locks in on defense and rebounding first, his offense always comes natural to him. And, and I really believe that for all players, and you know that's what we're striving for our basketball team to be. Individually, that's the way the guys think. And, but there's no doubt that RJ today came into this game thinking of, he knew what kind of rebounding game this was. UT Arlington is a very physical, they were bigger than us, they had more size than us up front. And obviously he's undersized like he will be most of the year when he's at the four spot. And for him to pull down 13 rebounds and come up with loose balls, we talked about a lot uh, that a lot going into the game. And then he ends up with 16 points because of it. And, and uh, proud of RJ's effort in all three games here. Uh, and uh, Mike Swartz says they continue to preach defense leading to scoring and uh, a little on their offensive philosophy. I really do believe that defense can lead directly to offense, whether that's transition, whether that's converting off turnovers. And, and I don't know what we did today off that. May have not had a real strong game with it. But just over the course of 40 minutes, pressure defense can sometimes lead directly to points and we say that our transition offense starts with the defensive rebound right. it's not pushing the ball and passing the ball up the floor Absolutely. it's the defensive rebound so the last part of defense is really the most important part of offense. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's kind of what we're trying to build here. And, uh, you know, today was a big day because, again, we, we knew what kind of rebounding team Arlington was. And I don't know what the final numbers were. Uh, you know, they had 12 offensive rebounds. You know, that's a lot of offensive rebounds. We don't want to give that up. But anytime we can continue to out-rebound our opponents, that's big for us. And we got Javon Small's performance in the Gulf Coast uh, showcase. Coach Swartz on that. Javon all spring, all summer. We've talked about this before. I talked about it with you guys. The way he put two feet in, and, and you know, again, I always use this word, I should really admire those six guys. And Javon is right at the forefront, all six of them together, mm -hmm. uh, from Winston to Dave to Javon to Luigi to RJ uh, to Brandon. And all six of those guys, the commitment they made, but the commitment that they really made when we got here in April was how hard they were gonna work outside of practice and the commitment right. and what we said, hey, this is what our program's going to, you know, what we want it to be. And and I believe they, you know, they came, they, they got a great foundation from the coaching staff last year. They really did. I mean, they, they helped build them. And now they're sophomores and they bought into our coaching staff and right. what we're trying to do. And so that combination of what they had when we got here and their buy-in, Vaughn's been doing this all spring and summer and, yeah. and couldn't be more proud of him and all the guys, the way they've worked. And it just happened to pay off in this three-game tournament. Yeah, yeah uh, certainly did. And uh, now we've got uh, Coach Swartz talking about the Pirates' next game, which will be Saturday night at Old Dominion. Obviously, there wasn't a great uh, you know, fan in terms of the, the arena, in terms of the, the crowd in here, but we know what kind of environment ODU has, what kind of team they have, a, a well-coached team. So it's going to be a great challenge, but uh, I, I hope the boys can enjoy some turkey first. All right, uh, we hear from Winston Tabs, as high as a Pirate 16. He was excited about the way he played. I'm feeling great, man. I, I've been patient. <laughs> you know, Coach kind of had me on like a minute restriction to start out. Um, so, like, it just good, feel good to get back in the rhythm. And I, I know what I can do on the court. Um, you know, just staying positive. Um, you got it, got away from me a little bit, but, you know, I, I got to stay with it, uh, stay confident. Just keep working, so. Winston Tab says he's happy to be back playing the caliber of uh, basketball he knows he can. I've been trying to get back. It's a new <laughs> Winston, but I've been trying to get back, man. It just it felt good to just fill out and play free, you know, and just do what I do. Talked about his role defensively in the win. Um, coach, you know, Coach told me to just sell out on the defensive end, um, hustle. Um, and things would click for me on the offensive end, and I tried to do that. You know, 
Should have rebounded some more. Um, but like I feel like as far as like one-on-one -on -one defense, taking pride in that, I did well. Um, and just, you know, everything will take care of itself. Pirates had another uh, good day. They shot uh, and made nine threes in the game. Uh, shot well from the foul line, out-rebounded uh, Arlington. So uh, this was a, a really good victory for the Pirates, who are now 5-1. and one. Uh, Look, if they can win at ODU, and that's not going to be an easy task, but if they can get a victory at Old Dominion, that'll be huge because that'll be their first true road game. Uh, we'll have coverage beginning at what, 6.30? You got it, 6.30. On uh, Saturday night? There'll be a pregame show, 6 o'clock, local pregame. Yeah, we'll see how all that uh, – football's at what, 1? Yep. Uh, that'll probably end about it's tentative. what time? Tentative. It's tentative. What time will that end? Uh, football probably be over with 4, 4.30, right? I'd say five. Every time we we predict it to be uh, over sooner a than three it is. and a half hour game. Yeah. It was yeah. I don't know. We might lead you right into six with the network, and then uh, you go pick it up with the local. There we and, go. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll Times see. are subject to change. You know, obviously this could be canned, but depending on well, what right. things go, football. But that's okay. That's all right. It'll be a no, stacked no, ECU fine. day. It'll be. I would say this from 10 a.m. until probably uh, 10 o'clock at night. 94-3, the game will be hanging in there, baby. So, uh, all right. Uh, our guy, Ben B. Baby Byron's producing today. Uh, we've got. Uh, hey, Ben. We've got some, uh, got some more to get to here. I tell you what, let's go ahead and grab a break. We'll come back and uh, talk a little uh, of the football game against Temple. And uh, we'll still have our Parker Bird interview and the other thing that uh, I think we'll have, which will be really good today. Uh, it's a Thanksgiving tradition. It is the uh, former chancellor's story of Thanksgiving. So uh, we'll be back with uh, all of that. So stay with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. It's time to think about gift giving, and Bertie County Peanuts has all you need to make everyone on your list happy. Whether you need gifts for friends and family or business appreciation gifts for clients and colleagues, Bertie County Peanuts has you covered. Check out their selection of gourmet products online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net. Call them at 800-457-0005 or visit them in Windsor at Powell & Stokes. Now, free shipping. Bertie County Peanuts, a Christmas tradition all over North Carolina. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates travel to Temple this Saturday, and you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. It's picked off! We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Hi, Eastern North Carolina. Courtney Bunting here with WITN News. WITN is committed to bringing you the truth. Our team of journalists work hard to investigate and get the answers you deserve. Plan your days with WITN's certified, most accurate first alert weather. Stay informed with the latest breaking news. Join me, Courtney Bunting, weekdays at 5, 5.30 and 6 p.m. on WITN. The most watched, most trusted news in all of Eastern Carolina. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color is hiring stylists. If you're driven, creative, and ready to make an impact, then we're looking for you. We offer competitive salaries, flexible schedules, and professional training with the newest technologies and equipment in the industry. Stop by your local Fantastic Sam's today and show us what you've got. Apply at locations in Goldsboro, Kenston, Greenville, Newburn, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, and Calabash. Fantastic Sam's, real salon experience, real savings, real fantastic. 
Purple Lavender Cleaning Services based right here in Greenville. No job is too big or too small. They offer everything from basic cleaning, declutter, and deep clean, moving in or moving out of a new home. Let Purple Lavender Cleaning Services handle the mess. Purple Lavender Cleaning Services pride themselves on detailed, honest, and dependable work, and they offer residential and commercial services. Relax and let them handle the rest. For more information, check out Purple Lavender on Facebook or call 252-268-9466. Hi, I'm Derek Perry. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take personally. I'm committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Contact me, Derek Perry, today at 252-758-8886. Are you in good hands? Just follow me here. We're doing it for the gram. Check out pics from the PJ Show and more. Plus, pics from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. All right, uh, we got ECU and Temple coming up on uh, Saturday. And it'll be a 1 o'clock kick. Pirates and Owls from the city of brotherly love in Philadelphia. Our coverage begins with the Bushlight Pirate Game Day countdown at 10 o'clock. Ben, I'll probably just send you a format Friday. Are you fine with that? Yeah, that's not a problem. Okay. Can you live with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, my head's not going to explode and everything's going to be ruined. Okay. Right. I mean, it might for uh, some. By the way, that might be a problem right, for right, some. Right. For me, no. I'm a professional. Right. I, okay. I'm just making sure. The coordinators are speaking now, as is Coach Houston. Uh, go to our social media for coverage of that. Uh, ben, you also probably need to work out whoever's covering that to uh, to make sure they at least get us the raw audio. Right? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know who's there, to be honest with you. Somebody's stepped up big time, and I'm going to find out, but... Yeah, get on that, Ben. Get on that. All right, this is Coach Houston, uh, his thoughts heading into the uh, game this week. Disappointing weekend for us in Daddy Ficklin. Uh, not, uh, not what we had wanted. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, hats off to Houston for playing uh, an outstanding game, but, uh, you know, not the result that we desired. So uh, we have evaluated everything and uh, met a good bit on uh, Sunday afternoon uh, and kind of put that behind us. And uh, you know, worked on the things that we need to improve on, and uh, you know, quickly turned our attention uh, towards a, a much improving uh, Temple team. So uh, it's going to be a challenge this weekend up in Philadelphia. Uh, just watching the you know last five six weeks of their season, uh, they improved drastically from the beginning of the year. Uh, quarterback Warner is playing uh, at a very high level, especially for a for a young player. Of course, he has uh, you know really good bloodlines. Uh, I think defensively. Temple is very strong uh, as usual, uh, very good up front, uh, long on the back end. Uh, and I think they're, they're looking more and more like what, uh, you know, Temple faithful uh, traditionally are used to as far as, you know, just a hard-nosed, solid, uh, very good football team. So it's going to be a challenge going up there uh, and competing this weekend, but one that our players are very excited about. Uh, you know, our coaching staff is working very, very hard to make sure that we're prepared. I expect us to have a good week of practice and go up there ready to go. Coach Houston says uh, last Saturday was a bit of the perfect storm. I think it's a lot of that. I think it's almost the, you know kind of the perfect storm kind of deal. I think you have to you have to acknowledge you know Houston uh, you know an extremely talented team. Uh, That's the reason they were picked to win our conference this year and uh, ranked in the top you know whatever fifteen or twelve or whatever preseason. Um, and you know and Dana said after the game that's you know. That's by far the best they've played all year, and I do think they put a big emphasis on this on this game. Um, and so I think you got to start with giving them credit for coming out and playing very, very well. Uh, you know, we obviously did not. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know that it's it's one thing as much as you know just a lot of things that uh, you know we allowed to interfere with our preparations. I guess the best way I would put it. I just did not feel like we were. Um, mentally prepared to play the way we need to play to win a ball game like that. And that's, uh, that's on me, that's on all of us. Uh, it starts with uh, me and the staff, uh, and, it's, uh, and obviously the, the players, uh, they have a, a, a strong desire to 
to, to play much better than that. So uh, we all uh, discussed through all those things on Sunday uh, and just, you know, kind of, you know, focusing back in. And I've, I, I'm determined to do a great job this week and have, you know, tried to start doing that already of just making sure that we are, you know, just on top of everything as far as our preparation. And because our, our process and our preparation has proven to result in us being prepared to play very, very well on game day. And I think, uh, you know, maybe just uh, maybe we weren't quite uh, in sync Saturday. Our guy, Philip, the ref, Pilkington's on the scene. How about that, Ben? How about that? That's huge. No, I thought he'd be in Charlotte right now. Yeah. thought he'd be in Charlotte. A couple Honestly, of beers in. But... crazy move on his part. I was expecting him to go home. That's going to be a late leave, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. He might, by the time he gets on the road, he might be better off. I've seen Philip book that trip, though, pretty get, get, make that trip pretty fast. Yeah. He's booking it. Um, let's see here. Uh, Coach Houston uh, giving his thoughts a little further on EJ Warner, number four on the Vast Soundbite roster today. To me, the difference uh, in this Temple offense versus last year is the quarterback. You know, EJ Warner is, uh, I mean, he reminds me very much of the way his dad played. You know, NFL Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Um, you know, he, uh, He's very decisive with his decision-making, very accurate thrower, uh, very calm in the pocket, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, uh, doesn't take sacks, gets the ball out quick. Uh, I think you know, surrounding him with you know, what they had returning, uh, he's really made that offense go the last half of the year. Uh, Did you know he was Kurt Warner's son? Yeah, I, I'm aware uh, of that. Do, what, what do you think? Uh, what were you saying? You, you, have you revised your number? That you gave me earlier in the week, four what and a half. You, tell the tell, so. Okay, would, what was four and a, what was four and a half? So uh, we we had this kind of prop bet going on, not for money. This is just for fun. Um, over under four and a half. The announcers bring up that EJ Warner is uh, Kurt Warner's son. I'm hitting the uh, I'm hitting the over on that one. Yeah, you said five earlier, and I said push on that. But if it's four and a half, uh, I'll take the over on that as well. There we go. Yeah. I expect it almost. Yeah. In fact, I think you probably could have even gone six and a half and might have might have uh, had it covered. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear uh, at least three times that Holton's the uh, hometown hero for Greenville, even though they're playing in Philly. Cities are often compared, you know. They're they're very they're often confused <laughs> with one another. Uh let's see here. Uh Coach Houston says uh he is still ticked off about last week. I, I spent a lot of time uh, with the staff, making sure that we were all on the same page as we watched it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we spent a little bit of extra time with the players watching it uh, Sunday afternoon. And so, you know, my goal was to get it flushed uh, from us on Sunday. Uh, you know, I had a little bit of a longer team meeting with the team before we went out on Sunday. Um, I think I thought that they were very motivated on Sunday. And, you know, we're all ticked off. That's it. You know, we're all ticked off the way we played. Nobody wants to go out there and look like that. I certainly don't want to. I'm not accustomed to that. And uh, it's not how we want to represent this institution, this athletic department. So everybody's determined to play better. Uh, everybody is uh, ticked about last weekend. So, uh, you know, anybody, anybody that's uh, upset about how we played, I promise you, you slept more than I have since last Saturday. So we'll get it fixed. Uh, let's see here. Coach says that uh, the team has to be in the right mindset when they uh, take off on Friday for Philadelphia. You know, that's why it's so important that we have the correct mindset and mentality, uh, you know, when we leave here on Friday. Uh, you know, our team uh, prepared to play um, with the right mindset. We'll have great energy on the sideline. We'll have great energy on the field. And, uh, and that's what we'll have to have. Uh, that's the way we want to play. Uh, that's the way the, you know, all of us want to play, and so uh, that, that'll be a big key for it. Uh, let's see here. This is uh, Coach on Keaton Mitchell having back-to-back 1,000-yard -back seasons. Uh, this group is, uh, is, is important to us and important to the program as they've done a lot of things that haven't been done in a long time. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's, it's a great accomplishment by Keaton, but it, uh, as you said, it's a great accomplishment by a lot of people. Uh, but I can promise you this, uh, he would much rather have it in a win. Uh, that's the most important thing. You know, anything personal goal-wise and, 
you know, stats or anything like that, you know, that's stuff for the postseason. You know, right now his focus, I promise you, is 100% on trying to get a win this week against Temple. So there you have it. Uh, our coverage will begin at uh, 10 o'clock on Saturday morning with our Pirate Game Day countdown fueled by Bushlight. Pirates a 10.5-point favorite uh, in this one in Philadelphia. So we will see uh, Pirates looking for a uh, another winning season. Uh, would match the win total from last year with a bowl game to be played and uh, Temple trying to get a fourth win of the year. Uh, they have played a lot better in the second part of the season. Ben, did you know E.J. Warner's Kurt Warner's son, by the way? Were you aware of that? I, I, did you read I, about as, this? Did uh, you see about this? As, uh, did you hear about this, folks? You hear about Okay, there we go. But, yes, I, I did happen to know that E.J. Warner's Kurt Warner's son. Thank yeah, you for reminding okay, me. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're, we'll uh, have our Parker Bird interview. Great uh, conversation with him earlier and his parents on this uh, eve of Thanksgiving. Here is Ben B-Baby Byram right now with a 94-3 The Game Sports Flash Update and Pirate Report. Ben? Thanks, Patrick. ECU basketball improves to 5-1 on the season after a 79-65 win over UT Arlington in the Gulf Coast Showcase to finish fifth place in that tournament. Three double-digit scores for the Pirates in that game. Javon Small led the way for the Pirates with 18 points, six rebounds, and six assists. RJ Felton had a double-double with 16 points and 13 rebounds, while Winston Tabb scored a career high with the Pirates and six with 16 points. Pirates back in action this Saturday with network coverage beginning at 6.30. They travel to ODU to take on the Monarchs at Norfolk, Virginia. Tip-off for that game is set for 7 o'clock. Scott Rogers on the call and Coach Michael Perry as well. Moving on, taking a look at a couple of college basketball scores throughout the country. Seventh-ranked Baylor hosting McNeese. The Bears up 46-35, about 14 minutes left in the ball game. 15th-ranked Kentucky hosting North Florida and the Wildcats up 79 to 39, 12 minutes left in the second half. Future Pirate opponent Campbell trailing Jacksonville right now, 45 to 28, with nine minutes left in that ball game. 10th ranked Creighton battling 14th ranked Arizona in the Maui Invitational. Both teams undefeated on the season. Arizona leads 22 to 21, nine minutes left in the first half. In the Florida Gulf Coast Showcase between Indiana State and Drexel, that's the third place game. Drexel leads 26 to 24 over the Sycamores with seven minutes left in the first half. Take a look at EC Volleyball. They held their senior day earlier today and they got a sweep and a shutout over Temple, winning three sets to none. Pirates doing a great job on senior night, winning three to nothing over the Temple Owls. That's going to do it for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. This 94 Through the Game Sports Update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly supporting Pirates student-athletes. For more information on how to donate, go to teamboneyard.org. On the other side of this quick timeout, we'll hear from ECU freshman, ECU baseball freshman Parker Bird on the other side with the P-Men right after this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. On your flagship home of Pirate Football. 94.3 The Game. Optimum Business is here with 24-7 business customer support. Get closer to your goals so you can go farther with products like secure internet with speeds up to one gig. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply. Visit website for details. 94.3 The Game is your ECU flagship station. Your ECU Pirates travel to Temple this Saturday. And you can catch all the action right here on the ECU Sports Radio Network. To the end zone, touchdown! Every snap, sack, and score. Brought to you by our pirate partners, TeamBoneyard.org, Moore's Old Time Barbecue, Fantastic Sam's, and Caribsy Restaurant. Off. We are the Pirates of ECU, and we are your home for pirate football. 94.3 The Game. Hot! Is your pharmacy fumbling when it comes to customer service, prescription fills, compounding, medical equipment, and enteral intravenous therapy? Perhaps it's time for you to allow HealthWise Pharmacy to score a touchdown in regards to your pharmaceutical needs. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first, offering top-of-the-line customer service, individual attention, and free prescription delivery to anywhere in Pitt County. HealthWise Pharmacy, 615B Memorial Drive in Greenville. Attention seniors 
who are Medicare eligible and those on Medicare disability. Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, with five branches local to Eastern North Carolina, wants you to know that the annual enrollment period is October 15th until December 7th. This is the only time this year that Medicare recipients can make changes to their Advantage plans, supplement plans, or prescription drug plans for 2023. Medicare benefits don't have to be confusing. Call Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group at 252-946-8154 or come in and speak to a trusted advisor. They'll explain the options and help guide you through the process in case you want to make changes. Using a local agent doesn't have to cost you a thing and gives you peace of mind about enrolling in the right plan. Remember, annual enrollment for 2023 is only available until December 7th. Call Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group at 252-946-8154. That's 252-946-8154. Online at flatlandsjessup.com. Or you can also visit them on Facebook. It's time to travel again, and it's time to enjoy the convenience of flying from Pitt-Greenville Airport. Reservations are available now at aa.com. Whether you're flying for business or leisure, Pitt-Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte and then anywhere on the map. You can't beat the convenience of parking right next to the terminal and the short lines at ticketing and security. For your next trip, check out the great rates offered at aa.com and support your local Pitt-Greenville Airport. Your future's only a connection away with Optimum Business Secure Internet. Get speeds up to 1 gig and improve 24-7 support to bring growth opportunities closer so you can go farther. Learn more at Optimum.com slash business. New business customers only. Price includes auto pay discount. Additional restrictions, taxes, and fees apply. Visit website for details. Tweet at us. Hey, you want to see our tweets? That's creeping me out. Follow us on Twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the Pirate Nation. We need you guys on Twitter. Twitter. It's 943 The Game on Twitter. Freshman infielder for ECU baseball. He was severely injured in a boating accident this summer, and it completely changed his lives, uh, his life, and the life of his family. Uh, they are now Greenville residents, and they have uh, certainly faced down some major challenges since the accident. Parker has uh, done so with a, a tremendous attitude and a tremendous work ethic. Uh, and so, on this time of gratitude uh, before Thanksgiving. Wanted to have the occasion to speak to Parker Bird, member of the ECU baseball team. And uh, we'll also hear from his family here in just a bit, Dr. Uh, Jeff Bird and Mitzi Bird as well. I was just talking with Mitzi during the break, and uh, what a what a lovely person she is. But uh, we'll start with uh, the man of the hour in many ways uh, in Greenville, Parker Bird, with us uh, here. Parker, thank you for, uh, thank you for uh, coming on with us uh, here and taking some time with us on the program. Of course, man. Thank you, guys. Well, uh, you know, what I think is amazing is, uh, you know, this would have uh, really, really uh, discouraged a lot of people. The accident, 22 surgeries, the amputation uh, of, of uh, one of your legs. Uh, yet, you're, look, I, I, I envy you. You work out constantly and uh, are looking great at, uh, in, in your practice in baseball. This is just a, an amazing story. And it's an amazing story of perseverance. So a credit to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. How is it, uh, you know, let's just kind of go back from the point in the summer where the accident occurs. Uh, what was kind of going through your mind at the time that this happened? Um, I mean, when it first happened, it was kind of just shock. Um, didn't really think it was real. But, I mean, we were just trying to go out there and have fun that day. And it kind of just backfired on us, but it was just kind of shock. I didn't re- really realize what was happening until I was like on the helicopter, and that's when it really kind of sunk in that I was in a serious accident. But um, so I was just trying to tell myself like stay awake because if I fell asleep, I felt like I was going to die. So I just just wanted to stay awake so I could just keep pushing, and I did, and then. I got to the hospital, and then they rushed me into trauma, and I was still, like, really confused there because, I mean, I've never been in 
that situation. So I was just really confused on what they were doing and all this. And then they rushed me into trauma. And as soon as I got there, they put me to sleep for surgery. So it was all really confusing at first. But after a couple of days, I think realization kind of definitely sunk in. And I was like, wow, this is, this is real life. So, you know, as an athlete, particularly in baseball, uh, statistically, there's more failure than success. And right. it's, it's kind of how you deal with that. Um, you know, I, I'm sure some of those lessons playing baseball all these years came into play because there were a lot of setbacks as your, your recovery started to, to take place after those initial round of surgeries. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been playing baseball ever since I was little, and I mean, failure is part of the game, and it's also part of life. So, um, it's kind of related, kind of baseball a little bit, because I mean, you're not going to get a hit every time you're up at the plate. So, I mean, there's not always going to be good things in your life. So, you just kind of have to keep pushing forward. It's kind of like baseball. If you don't get a hit, you can't sit there and hang your head. You got to go out there and play the field and continue to play for your team so i mean in life you if bad things go your way you kind of just have to put your head down and keep pushing forward because i mean there's going to be good things that do come your way because eventually you're going to get that hit so um just keep pushing forward and keep having a positive attitude about it so you absolutely have uh parker bird with his 22 surgeries loss of his leg he's now focused on realizing his dream of playing for ECU baseball. And uh, you, you said uh, you haven't lost your heart in any of this. Uh, I have to imagine <laughs> that there were some some pretty trying times in the aftermath as you're in the hospital and you're having surgeries almost daily. Your mom was updating the world on, on social media, and that's one of the good parts of social media was what yeah. she was doing and the support she was getting. Um, but uh, as you went through that, what what was going through your mind? I mean, it, it, you you have to stay upbeat, but I'm sure there were some some moments where it was a little hard to stay upbeat. Yeah, it was definitely a, a lot of emotions. It was up and down all the time, um, especially with the surgeries, because one surgery would go well, and then the next one there would be a loss of blood flow. So as you just related to baseball, that's exactly how it was. But um, there was definitely some negative times. I mean, there was a couple of times throughout the whole entire um, hospital stay that I was thinking to myself like dang I'm never going to be able to play baseball again and I was just really in a negative mindset well I mean my parents and my family like really helped me like get out of that stage because I mean my mom looked at me one time and was like because I was like mom there's never been an amputee to play D1 baseball and she looked at me and said I mean there has to be a first so I mean just stuff like that. My dad always being there like every night, as well as my mom. They just showed me that, I mean, there is going to be a positive to this. Uh, I mean, just everybody, all their support in Greenville and back home, all the love and support, it has kind of helped me <clears throat> shorten that uh, negative mindset for sure. I want to get into everything uh, with, with Coach Godwin and the baseball team and your workouts here, but I think a good time to to bring your mom in uh, right now. Uh, Mitzi Bird will also hear from your dad here. Uh, Mitzi, good morning to you. Thanks for uh, coming on with us here on the radio. I know Parker's done a lot of interviews, so we appreciate his time, but but I felt like it was, especially with uh, you know a, a, a holiday of gratitude and Thanksgiving, important to talk to you and your husband this morning, because in a lot of ways, uh, you have a, a ton to be grateful for, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yes. Incredible amount to be grateful for. You you uh, were updating the world on uh, Parker's trials and tribulations during this and his successes. And, and how cool. He just told us the story. I'm sure you heard there of uh, what you told him about, you know, you, you could be the first to, to be an amputee that plays D1 baseball. I mean, uh, credit to you for for being you know a, kind of a glue that's held your family together uh during a, this these, this wild ride here the last several months so uh and you and you believe that i'm sure in your heart of heart i mean we look i know all parents love their uh children uh unconditionally but but it just seems like 
the conviction that, that you have, you all know that he'll be able to succeed uh, at the highest levels. Yeah, I, I, Parker's just an extremely hard worker, and he's very focused and driven, and he's always, if he put his mind to it, you know, succeeded, whether it's in school or life or sports, you know, just personal um, challenges he does to himself for himself. So I just knew the type of person he was and that, you know, people were sending me lots of stories about amputees that were, you know, skiing or playing some type of sport somewhere or running marathons. And so when he told me that, I was just, I thought, well, there's not one yet, but maybe the opportunity hasn't presented itself for that to be an option. So here we are and here's the opportunity. So why not? Why not? There's APTs out doing so many amazing things in their lives and it's not stopping them. So why is this going to stop you? It just, there always has to be a first for something and someone always has to break a record or make a record. So Let's just go for it. Uh, Mitzi Bird is with us. Parker Bird. We'll hear from Dr. Jeff Bird in, in just a, a second. Parker's father. Uh, Mitzi, the updates you were providing, um, there's so much negative and bad on social media, but I, I thought this was just a real appropriate way to update the world and do so in a, uh, you know, a, a manner that was, I'm sure, cathartic for you, for you in some ways. What, what made you decide that, as Parker was on his journey that you would, you know, go about that way of kind of updating pirate nation in the world on, on this young man that's really captured the hearts of a lot of folks. Well, we're from a very small town and word got out very quickly, but as you know, with stories, it kept getting changed and, um, quickly within 24 hours, uh, I was getting texts and you know it just the the story kept getting changed at one point my husband was driving the boat one time it was my nephews who were injured and um so I just I talked to my husband I was like I really feel like I just should put this out on Facebook and make an update so everyone knows you know exactly what has happened and you know we can it, it was really a way of just kind of notifying initially everyone back home, all of our friends and, and family from back home. But um, as it grew, we got more and more people that were praying for us. And, you know, if I didn't put an update, then I would start getting texts <laughs> from everyone like, how's it going? How's he doing today? I think I messaged you a couple times on Facebook saying, is there an update? Do we have an update today? So, yeah, yeah. Do, we, do we have an update? So I, I just, I realized that was the easiest way to keep everyone who was so invested in his story updated and um, to get accurate updates as well. Yeah, so, right, right. So it was just easiest. And then, you know, we just, we got a tremendous amount of support and prayers from people. So, um, it just, it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. Uh, Mitzi, if we can, if, if you you want to pass the phone off to, to your husband, Jeff, I, I'd love to sure. kind of talk to him, uh, really quick here. And then we'll get back to Parker, uh, Dr. Bird. Thanks for being with us uh, here on the show. I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, uh, man, what a, what a story. I, I realize we probably haven't heard as much from you. Uh, everybody's gotten to know Parker and, and know your wife, uh, through, uh, the aforementioned social media posts. So, uh, it's nice to have a chance to speak with you and, uh, uh, just what a, what a story this has ended up becoming. I'm sure in many ways, uh, in, in your business, you see a, a lot of great, you know, things that happen through medicine but you also see a lot of tragedy. This, this is a pretty remarkable story. I would have to imagine as, as a doctor watching it play out, but also as, as a father. Yeah. I mean, most definitely, uh, has been, you know, merging my two worlds, you know, my family and, and my profession. And 
you know, I told Parker the other night, that's like, you know, it has been tough because I've been so used to taking care of people for the last 17, 18 years as a pediatrician that um, it was hard sitting there and not being able to take care of you, like trying to make you better. And um, so Mitzi did it, has done a great job you know, keeping me on track because, you know, I always would think about the worst case scenario because, you know, I would just, we go back to moments in my career that I've seen and right. um, she would always remind me of who Parker was or who Parker is. And um, that, you know, he's not um, your average person when it comes to, you know, challenges. And, you know, Parker's always used moments to um, gear himself up to be better when people doubt him. And what greater moment than this? You know, so um, it definitely has been a, a whirlwind of the last you know, three or four months. And, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, Parker's Parker's been great. You know, I mean, this is who he is. And and Doctor Bird, you're uh, starting early next year practice in Greenville. The family's moved to Greenville. Your wife was telling me you all are, are going to be closing next week on your home, and so so welcome truly to Eastern North Carolina and. Uh, uh, you want to tell folks where you're going to be, or can you say that publicly? I guess it's been posted on social media, but uh... yeah. I will be at Children's Health Services. Um, Chris Osmick is a pediatrician over there. Right. The guy went to undergrad, med school with, and residency with, and just has really been um, a long time friend. And um, probably with Parker was like in seventh grade. Um, his partner, Dr. Holbrook, retired and. We had actually talked about moving to Greenville when Parker was in seventh grade. Um, and uh, as Parker committed to you, I've joked with him all these years I was coming to Greenville so I, I could be with him. And, you know, I, me and Parker just have just a really tight bond. And um, if somebody said uh, after Parker's accident, even God couldn't keep us apart. So I don't know <laughs> if this is God's way of getting to Greenville, but here we are. Well, it's, it's great, and uh, you, you have a great family, and uh, I can tell you're a smart guy because uh, your wife's fantastic, so we know you have good taste there. Uh, so uh, thank you. I can, tell myself in, I can tell myself in any situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Dr. Bird, thank you, and thank your wife, Mitzi. She's, she's a, a heck of a lady, and uh, we appreciate your guys' time on this. Uh, we're going to have a few more. I'm going to fire a few more fastballs at Parker here. Uh, well, thank you to for wrap up the visit, but I, I felt like it was important uh, during this holiday period to talk to you, you both. Well, thank you. And I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving as well with your family. Yeah, same to you. Thank you so much. That's uh, uh, Doctor uh, Jeff Bird and uh, Mitzi Bird there. Parker, these are uh, no wonder you're uh, you're you're the guy you are. What what a, what a fabulous uh, set of parents you have there. My, my gosh, yeah, uh, they are both they, really really great. So. So uh, you you get out of the hospital eventually, and uh, you're 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 in it to win it. You're back uh, with baseball. What what does the average day look like for? Because uh, look, that that transition your freshman year is always tough. Uh, so it's right. going to be tough anyway. Uh, but I think you can go overcome anything. Uh, what uh, what has that you know whole process been like uh, as you get acclimated to to the way your world is now, and uh, and also get acclimated to the world of college baseball. Yeah, um, so just getting acclimated to the school world. I'm taking two online classes right now, and they're kind of do it like at your own pace type of classes. So that's been really good just because I don't have to technically go to class. So right. that's been really helpful with the rehab process and stuff because of how much that is. So, um, But with the whole baseball aspect, um so I work out at Young's twice a week. I work out at with ECU twice a week. And then I'll go to next level every day to work out. And then I also hit every day. So there's a good bit of rehabs in there. And then once I get my prosthetic, which should be the middle of December, um, I'll be going to the outpatient rehab uh, or the prosthetic clinic over there by the hospital. Uh, just uh get used to it just learn how to walk run, do all those activities again so there's lots of rehabs and there's even more coming up so 
it's really exciting just to live a new life, really. What an awesome attitude. Uh, Coach Godwin uh, obviously has uh, been a big part of, of, of this, too, for you. As you look forward to, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the new journey and the new part of your life here, uh, maybe a little bit on how Coach Godwin has, uh, you know, been, been in your camp uh, during this whole process. Right, yeah. Um, Coach Godwin's been great. He's been one of the ones that had a positive mindset the whole time. Um, he's when I was in the hospital, he always come and sneak into the hospital. But um, <laughs> he's been great. So any bad day I had in the hospital, Coach Godwin was always there as long as well with my parents. So um, he's kind of been another fa- father figure, I would say. He's been he's always texting me and my dad, just seeing how we're doing, telling us good morning. They loves us. So, I mean, he's really kind of become part of this, my family, really. Uh, it's, uh, he's been really, really great. I was, there's no other, there's no better country, uh, coach in the country. So, um, I, he's definitely great. Uh, what a story and what an attitude you have and, and what a great family and uh, a great future. I think you have Parker, uh, awesome to talk to you. I, I can't thank you enough for your time. We could talk to you for the rest of the hour. Uh, but I don't want to take up any more of your, your, your time here. And I appreciate the time you've given us and, uh, Hope it's a, a happy Thanksgiving for you, and we'll look forward to talking to you uh, down the road, especially as we get closer yes, to the start of the baseball season. Well, thank you, guys. I've had a blast. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all. Yeah, same to you. Parker Bird with us uh, here. All right, Ben, do we do we want to do the uh, former Chancellor Thanksgiving uh, story? What's the tradition? It'll, it'll run us over. It, yeah. We'll go into overtime. That's fun. What do you, it's up to you. Convino You're the producer and of this show. Yeah, Covino Rich. I mean, Covino Rich probably took off. So I mean, you're not even getting real. Yeah, Covino well, yeah, Rich. they're smart. They're smart. They actually took off. Everybody in radio's smarter than we are because everybody in radio took off today. Uh, all right. So I tell you what. Why don't we uh, get a break? We'll come back. It is uh, the story of Thanksgiving, according to the great former chancellor. A Patrick Johnson show Thanksgiving tradition unlike any other. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. 264 Shoes and Apparel has something for everyone on your list this holiday season. They carry the widest selection of top-selling brands at the best prices around. Brands such as Simply Southern for the ladies and Drake, Carhartt, and Ariat for the gentlemen. Along with clothing and footwear, they have gift items, stocking stuffers, accessories, Bertie County peanuts, and more. Gift cards are perfect for the hard to buy for. 264 Shoes and Apparel is your one-stop shop for all your shoes and clothing needs. Highway 264 Greenville and South Glen Burnie Road in New Last year, you helped us raise over $100,000 to make sure local kids had a Merry Christmas. The money is coming in. The toys are coming in. Man, this is fun, isn't it? Taking care of those kids, man. And this year, we're doing it again. Inner Banks Media's Operation Santa Claus Radiothons return. Friday, December 2nd from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Great Harvest Bread Company in Greenville. And Friday, December 9th from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Mike Toller Chrysler Dodge Jeep in Moorhead City. We're teaming up with Greenville Fire and Rescue and the Salvation Army. Collecting toys, coats, and monetary gifts for kids in need. Times are tough, but every child should be able to celebrate this holiday season. And together, we can make it happen. Make it a point to find us at Great Harvest Bread Company on December 2nd and Mike Toller Chrysler Dodge Jeep December 9th. And give what you can. And don't forget to pick up your tickets for the Ember's Christmas show when you stop by. Inner Banks Media's Operation Santa Claus Radiothons. Where ENC comes together and gives a Merry Christmas to you all. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's Kids Night at Moore's Barbecue. Let us take care of dinner tonight for your little ones. Every Wednesday night, kids 10 and under eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. So come into one of our five locations in Winterville, New Bern, Moorhead City, Swansboro, and Jacksonville. Bring the whole family. There's always enough great food for everyone. If it's not Moore's, it's less. It's the season for warmer clothes, hot apple cider, and changing leaves. 
But what doesn't change and what won't change is our commitment to your complete satisfaction each and every time you visit our dealership. Phelps Chevrolet in Greenville. Complete customer satisfaction isn't just a seasonal thing, it's delivered every day. That's why we are the place to find your next truck or SUV. Come in and get you one. Phelps Chevrolet. Visit today or see us on the web. This fall, make sure you have the only station locked in for Pirate Football. Hey, this is ECU head coach Mike Houston. This is Holden Aylers, quarterback for the ECU Pirates. This is ECU Athletics Director John Gilbert thanking you, the fans, for tuning in to Pirate Football all season on the flagship station for ECU football. This is is where the Pirates live. This is the flagship for ECU. 94-3. 94.3. 94-3. The game. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. But look at him. Look. Look. I got beans, creams, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, raw, raw, beans, creams, potatoes. This is what Ben's, uh, this is what Ben's plate will have on it. Tomorrow. Oh, it's all that stuff. everything, yeah. All that stuff. Uh, we could just wrap it up here, but since we're here and uh, since we've had a, a great show, we're going to uh, close it out with, uh, and, and after it, we'll come back and uh, and set the table for the rest of the week and the weekend. Uh, but uh, we'll close it out here in a sense with uh, a Thanksgiving tradition unlike any other. Our, our friend, the late, great Philip Horn, uh, portraying the former chancellor, the FC, from the uh, talk of the town days of yore, Henry Hinton, yours truly, and Trent McGee on sports, uh, and the former chancellor's real story of Thanksgiving. It's always uh, great to be back here in Greensboro. I have <laughs> two friends and no family. <laughs> Really? No family? No family. But you got both your friends. But I regard you as my family. You and what did you say his name was? <laughs> Patrick. Patrick and Trevor. Trent. A family that could use some counseling, but a family nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> well, you know, we got the big football game this weekend. It's uh, NC State, East Carolina, and uh, we got Thanksgiving. Just a lot, a lot of things to talk about here this morning. And many people will want to thank me personally for helping to turn the fortunes of Eastern College's athletics program around. <laughs> no doubt. Hiring Chip Hurts, the skip, athletics. Skip, skip Holtz. Right. The athletics director, Tony Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Holland. Right. Yeah. But Hootie, Thanksgiving is more. Henry. Right. Than just our favorite foods and our favorite customs. Yeah. Like lighting the Thanksgiving pecan log. (laughs) Drinking green beer. Abducting leprechauns. (laughs) And then throwing up in the gutter. (laughs) Chasing beavers until they see their shadow and cry, Uncle Buck. Painting turkey eggs all kinds of bright colors and then hiding them under the mattress for little children to find. Dressing your girlfriend up like the Playboy Bunny. And inviting her over to the grotto. Waving brightly colored beads and asking her to shout, Mashed potatoes, gravy, and cranberry sauce! While it is all of these things that have come to be part of our American experience, like gathering around the television to watch baseball. (laughs) That's that's, uh, gathering around the television to watch football, sir. Well, there's room in our multicultural society for your family, too, Henry. (laughs) At least he got my name right that time. It's also very important to understand the true meaning of Thanksgiving. Yeah. To know the Thanksgiving story, which goes something like this. The Thanksgiving story? 
the Thanksgiving story. Uh-huh. This is history, Herman. <laughs> this is not something bogus like running a radio station. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago, a group of courageous men and women called hobbits were sick and tired of living in a country where they were being persecuted for being short, not having cars, and no Powerball jackpot. <laughs> And so they made up their minds to leave their country called the Big East Conference. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> to set sail for a better life, a place called the BCS. <laughs> yeah. So they asked some other people to go with them, like Abraham Lincoln, Jerry Lewis, and Doug Clark. <laughs> Doug Clark. You mean Doug Clark from the Hot Nuts? Lewis and Clark. <laughs> Gilligan, the skipper, Ginger, and Marianne. How about the professor? <laughs> and a volleyball named Wilson. By the way, did you do that for Ginger or the professor? I Ginger. Know you're a Ginger. Ginger or Marianne, Mr. Chancellor? Ginger. I'm sorry. Go ahead with your... They left the Bahamas in a boat called the Maytag. <laughs> Maytag. And they sailed right up the Pamlico. <laughs> Before they took a right turn to go to New York, there was an uncomfortable incident. Abe Lincoln spotted George Washington on the banks of the Pamlico and yelled, Hey, I'm 6'4". You're little Washington. <laughs> I can take you into the paint. <laughs> and Washington said, you can bite me, you big ape. Is that where that term came from? I didn't realize that was the first time it was ever used. Then. And Lincoln said, not with wooden teeth. <laughs> we may need an EMT for Patrick in there. And Washington said, yeah, well, I wouldn't go to the theater in New York if I were you. <laughs> Especially with a bunch of elves. <laughs> Fortunately, cooler heads prevailed. By the way, Lincoln was shot in a theater in Washington, not New York, just then. Right. <laughs> it was from that moment on that the hobbits decided they would be known as pilgrims, you know, to avoid the stigma. <laughs> A fresh start and all. Yeah. When the boat got to Rockefeller Center, <laughs> the pilgrims were greeted by the Cleveland Indians, <laughs> who were led by a powerful chieftain named Crisco. <laughs> the Indians, who couldn't hit off-speed pitching, <laughs> Also couldn't pronounce the word pilgrims. The closest they could get was the word Puritan. Oh. At any rate, the Indians said, let's have a party. What you got? <laughs> and the Puritan said, we've got this vegetable oil. Why don't we have a Crisco party in honor of your chief? <laughs> a lot of, it seems like there were a lot of traditions that were formed during this period of time. Maybe. There were three long days of self-basting and a big feast. <laughs> and the pilgrims and the Indians lived peaceably in a revenue-sharing arrangement <laughs> until the Indians were bought by the Clampets and, and were moved to Kingston, North Carolina. <laughs> That's Kingston. Right. <laughs> and that, my friends, is the story of the courageous men and women who started the first Thanksgiving. That's amazing. Wow. I, I never knew that before. That's the first time I've actually heard the real story of Thanksgiving. Thank you for sharing that. It's remarkable. Fortunately, I will be delivering the same speech to the East Coast College East Pilgrim East, football East, team. East, Car <laughs> East Carolina Pirates. Right. Yeah. This Saturday... In the locker room at Durwood Frickin' Stadium. <laughs> Coach Scooter Holt has asked me to give this 
Inspiring speech. The game is actually in Raleigh, sir. Uh, did he ask you to come to the stadium here in Greenville? Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's an amazing thing. Well, thank you for uh, being here, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, sir. Happy Thanksgiving to all, and to all, a good night. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, great stuff. That never gets old, does it, Ben? It's, it's uh, a tradition. A fantastic uh, tradition. The late, great Philip Horn is the FC, the Big Hen, Trip McGee, myself. Uh, good stuff. All right, uh, we've got uh, a full weekend for you here. We'll have best of the next couple of days. Relive some of the uh, magical moments uh, during the 5 o'clock hour. If you're out and about uh, going to and fro, uh, check us out. And uh, we'll be back at it Saturday morning, 10 o'clock, with uh, what I think will be uh, an exciting edition of Pirate Game Day Countdown for Bush Light. Terrence Copper, Ben, myself, our whole uh, gang will have uh, for you uh, coverage of uh, ECU and Temple going into the uh, game. Pre-game from uh, Tyndall Noon, Network at Noon, kickoff at 1, and then uh, later on Saturday night, ECU basketball coverage on the network. Uh, roughly a 6 o'clock coverage start time on uh 94-3, 6.30 on the network, and uh, 7 o'clock tip as the Pirates play their first true road game against Old Dominion. Pirate basketball got a win today. Let's hope uh, they can keep it rolling Saturday night. Let's hope the Pirate uh, football team will bounce back on uh, Saturday at Temple. All right, uh, thanks to the uh, Bird family for being on with us. Parker, uh, Jeff, Mitzi, Bird, thanks to them. Thanks to the great Ben B-Baby Byram, and uh, we'll be back with you on Monday with a live edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Have a fantastic, fantastic uh, uh, time for your Thanksgiving, and if you're out and about tonight uh, celebrating, uh, just uh, do so wisely over the next uh, several days, including tonight. We'll catch you on Saturday with ECU Pregame.